0: and what is up everybody and welcome to the newest episode of the all sports talk podcast i'm your host juan rodriguez jr junior good old jr does not matter i'm just glad you're here listening i want to thank everybody for the ultimate support uh really shows that you guys care you know i It just, you know, warms my heart knowing that you will take about 30 minutes of your day just to listen to this guy talk about sports. Whether you like it or not, you know, it's all the same. And you know what? I can't thank you for the ultimate support of all the comments and the nice letters. I do get messages, everything from you guys, you know, for this show. So thank you guys so much again. And, you know, again, you can always follow this on all podcast forms, you know. You can also check out the Instagram page, All Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, All Sports Talk, uh, Fan Talk of uh, Facebook page and YouTube J-Rod Sports Discussions and Debates. So uh, let's get to it. We have a pretty good show today. And let's just get right into it. Let's just start with the uh probably the one where I mentioned yesterday, you know, about well. This is why some players don't want to talk to the media. Well, here we go. Here's the follow-up. Uh, for the most of you that do not know, Adam Schefter is a very, very respectable NFL insider. He usually, he's really good at his craft. I mean, he's really good at it. He knows the ins and outs of the NFL. And yesterday was just kind of cringe-worthy to see just due to the fact that it was on live television, and he kind of wanted to backtrack on his Aaron Rodgers comments that he did for draft day. So Adam Schefter was on the Dan Patrick show yesterday. Good show, by the way. And so go check it out for you sports fans out there, the Dan Patrick show. Um, That really what it was, it was... From what I got from that interview is that he based it off emotions and just body language and emotions that Aaron Rodgers wanted out of Green Bay. Now, we don't know. We, we really don't know whether everything we're hearing so far is right or true. We're just reporting to what we're getting from others, other sources, if you want to call it that now. Now, he wanted to, in his mind... In his heart on draft day, he wanted to drop the news. Now he can say what he wants. He thought he had the right info. He thought he had enough information and he thought he had a good enough story to go with it, but it just happens to be draft day. Now, let me just stop him right. Let me just stop right there. You don't do this type of news on draft day. What I mean is you don't try to put You dropped news about like last year, like Trent Williams, because that was known. This year, you don't really, we really don't have any idea now if Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay or not. Because a couple sources, you know, from the team facility have publicly said, and I quote, when they ask about Jordan Love, that he's got a long way to go. So now we're really not sure if, you know... Jordan Love's ready to take the reins. We don't know, but as far as the Aaron Rodgers story, you don't drop out on draft day unless you really know. Because it's not about Aaron Rodgers that day. It's not about him. It's about the other 259 kids that are about to be picked up, join an NFL team, and start their NFL career. But, <clears throat> alas, whether it was ratings, entertainment, whatever you got to do to keep get ratings up, he did it. And he blasted the Packers organization. He put Aaron Rodgers in a tight spot. And he based this off the emotions and all what he's hearing off of that post-conference of the NFC Championship game. Now, he can say what he wants that, you know, do I want to drop it here? Look, we all know why he did it. You just wanted some good TV time. And that's okay. That's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. Good TV time. But you can't go on a week later and go to another sports show and say, well, you know, I just based this off what I hear and emotions. And no, 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 no. That's where you kind of look like a jerk. <clears throat> and if you're going to be a jerk, you have to be a consistent jerk. See, Skip Bayless and, you know, he he might be, How can I put this nicely? He might be delusional, but at least he's a constant delusional man when it it talks about him coming to sports and everything. So he based it off emotions, Adam Schefter did. He does know for a fact that the Rams did inquire about Aaron Rodgers in January. Okay, nothing there. So that's why they went with the whole Matthew Stafford thing. But the only thing that really gets on my craw and my skin is that he had no source from Aaron Rodgers or the Packers facility, franchise, nothing. Adam Schefter just based off this on emotion. As we talked about, emotion and body language. Now, if you go to his DP show, his interview was terrible. I mean, it was – he was backtracking the whole time and it just looked like – a kid getting his hand caught in the cookie jar. It was just so bad. Now, again, Adam Schefter is one of those the most respectable and one of the most on top of it NFL insiders you'll know. Usually when he says something, it's usually right. And it's usually on point because he that's just his been that's his MO. He's usually on top of these things, so it's kind of weird that it kind of backfired on him. Well, it's not weird that it backfired, but it's kind of weird that he wanted to go this route. And now that they're asking him more and more questions, he really doesn't have the answers to, because like I said, he just based this off emotions, body language, and everything. Now, now we don't know for sure. Did Aaron Rodgers call the general manager of the Green Bay Packers, Jerry Krause? You know, as a shot to... uh, Former Chicago Bulls general manager of uh, the golden era of the Bulls. Did he tell somebody that he wanted to leave? Did he tell free agents that he wasn't going to return in 2021 to the Green Bay Packers? Did that hinder the Packers to get better during offseason and free agency? We don't know. We, we, <laughs> we don't know. We really don't know because now it ju- it's like a big lie. And Adam Schefter has to face the fact that, hey, this is your lie, so you have to figure this out. Because now we're all wondering the same thing every fan base is wondering. Well, does he want to leave? Does he not want to leave? Does he want to retire Packer? Does he not want to retire Packer? Is Jordan Love ready to take the reins? Is he not? And as I mentioned earlier, and as I mentioned in the beginning of the week, realistically, teams really can't look into him until June first, just due to the fact that, um, just due to the fact that, you know, really his contract. It would be better for him to get traded after June first, due to the contract and how the language is set up, rather than right now. Because you get them for a little bit cheaper. Now, the price might seem heavy, but, you know, it's all about pricing and it's all about money in the NFL. So, really, what this comes down to is who's telling the truth and who's lying. And in this case, if you go back to that DP show interview, the Dan Patrick interview with Adam Schefter, it looks bad. And I really hope... Uh, this isn't the beginning of a new era for Adam Shafter because he's really respectable. But if he keeps coming out with stuff like this, then we don't know. Uh, I don't know who to believe. So, you know, it's going to be interesting now to really see what the Packers and Aaron Rodgers do from here on out. If it were, if it were my guess today, today on this beautiful month of May, I think Aaron Rodgers does come back and be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers week one. So, how it should be. But that's just my guess. You guys let me know in the comments, sections, everything. You guys just let me know what you guys think about it. So, Next topic, we got boxing. That's right. We cover it all, ladies and gentlemen. Golf, boxing, hockey, tennis. We cover it all. And boxing is becoming less and less relevant. After yesterday's fiasco between Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Now, Saturday, this Saturday that just passed, we just saw Ruiz take on Ariola. I'm not saying that Ruiz won. I'm just saying that Ruiz didn't win by that much. I don't know if the judging has something to do with it or whatever. But it's been, it's been becoming a common theme here that boxing really is losing its luster. And really, the only people that have to blame for boxing being such a disaster is boxing itself. Think about it. Why did boxing fans have to wait six long years for Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather to get in the ring when they should have gone in their prime? Why did boxing fans have to wait six long years? For that fight to happen. Now we have to wait for Spence and another guy, the top contender, because of money issues. Now we got Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury, number three. And then Canelo just came out yesterday that after his fight this Saturday, that he's willing to open a discussion of fighting with Triple G. Why do we have to wait almost three long years for the trilogy of Triple G versus Canelo? Why? You know why? Money. It's all about money now. There's no pride in boxing anymore. It's all money. That's what it is nowadays. It's all money. There's a reason why boxing, and I love it. I love that sport. It's a very personal sport to me. But that sport, the world of boxing, is becoming a dying sport all across the world. When I look at boxing, I think of the MLB. You know, I see it the same way the Major League Baseball salary cap is, it is. There are rich teams. And then there are poor teams. And then there's 50 feet of crap. And then there's the Oakland Athletics, the Los Angeles Angels, you know, the Baltimore Orioles, you know, teams that really don't have the money market, you know, the market to really, or let's just put it this way, they don't have the money or the or they have stupid ownership that don't know how to run a franchise. That's the same way I see when it comes to boxing. There are great fighters and then there are poor fighters. Then there's 50 piece of crap. And then there's us. And then there's us. The fans, because all we get is crap now. We get fights like Jake Paul versus Paul Robinson. We get Canelo fights that only last two rounds. We have to wait six years for the mega fight to happen when they're both past their prime. To me, I'm not saying don't watch on Saturday, but for what? I hope Canelo's fight on Saturday is good. You know, I think, you know, the opponent has a real shot. I keep forgetting his name right now, but I I think he's got a real shot. I hope he shocks the world because we need that. We need an upset so bad. The boxing world needs an upset. And I hope it happens this Saturday. I hope it happens this Saturday because we need a upset in the boxing world. We need to get boxing back to its glory days. But the problem is fighters just care about one thing, which is true. Boxing career is not that long, so you want to try to secure the bag? But then people wonder why nobody's tuning in. Nobody's why, you know, people are watching this illegally is because why do I want to pay $80 for that piece of crap? Why? So, again, it is what it is. You know, boxing is just one of those sports now that no luster, no love. So, I hope this Saturday, I hope there's uh, an upset and I hope... uh, I hope they put on a good show and I hope they try to get some fans out of it because from what I know and from what I'm seeing, it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. So We'll see. I mean, yeah. And people can be mad all they want. You having old guys coming out of retirement to fight. Why the hell do I want to see a 55-year-old Mike Tyson? Why do I want to see a 48-year-old Oscar De La Hoya fight? Because the last time I saw them fight... Uh, they got their asses handed to pretty good. Well, why do I want to see that again? So what's the difference between now and 15 years ago? So we'll see. We'll see. Good luck to the, box, good luck to the fighters on Saturday. And hopefully uh, they put on a good show. And lastly, lastly, we have our last topic of the day. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim decided it was enough. It was time. They released Albert Pujols yesterday. Ending, enter. This was the last year of his contract, so he was going to be a free agent next year anyway. But they are releasing him, or they already did release him, and he is a free agent now. His ten-year run with the Los Angeles Angels is over, and the only team, and the only, pretty much the only, but the only person that has to feel bad about this is the whole ownership of the Los Angeles Angels. He wasn't the same guy. Obviously, Albert Pools wasn't the same guy we saw in St. Louis. But when you look at his 10-year career in Anaheim, cuz I think calling the Angels Los Angeles is stupid, Another reason why I think Art Moreno should get fired, because allowing that to happen. But that's another conversation for another day. His batting percentage, his tenure, his whole this is his whole 10-year career stats with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. You got his batting average at 256. All right, it's, I mean, it wasn't in the 300s like it was in St. Louis, but still pretty good. On-base percentage, three eleven. Not the 400, but still pretty decent. And the slugging percentage was four forty seven That took a huge drop. That was at 600 when he was at St. Louis. And then when you look at it, pretty much 1,180 hits, 214 doubles, and 222 home runs. Now, knowing how the Hall of Fame voters in baseball are, it's going to be very hard now. Albert Pujols who had an amazing 20-year career to get into the Hall of Fame. And this is why. Because this is another reason why baseball and the Hall of Fame voters are kind of losing luster. Because you got dumbass voters and then you got dumb umpires like Angel Hernandez calling the games. That shouldn't. But they are inspirations to people out there. For the people that say that they can't do it. Put it this way, there are people that vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame that get it wrong every year. And then you have Angel Hernandez, still an umpire in Major League Baseball, who's the worst umpire to probably ever walk the face of the earth, and he still has a job. So for the people out there that need any type of motivation, just remember that. Angel Hernandez is the worst umpire in the world, and he has a job. Don't give up on life, folks. You're doing fine. But going back to Albert Pujols. People are going to look at it, and Hall of Fame voters are really going to do this. I guarantee you, when his name is on the ballot, they're really going to do this. Well, his first 10 years with St. Louis was good. His last 10 years was the Angels was bad. How are we going to vote him in? Albert Pujols should be a first-time Hall of Famer, a first ballot. There is no question in my mind that Albert Pujols should be a first-time ballot Hall of Famer. There's no doubt in my mind. Let me put it to you like this. There are only, only three players in the history of baseball that have at least 600 home runs. He's at 667. At least 3,000 hits. He's at 3,253. And at least 2,000 RBIs. He's at 2,112. There are only three players that have done this in the history of Major League Baseball. Babe Ruth. Hank, Henry, Aaron, and him. That's the only thing they should be looking at. That's the only thing these Hall of Fame voters should be looking at. His whole package, not, well, which one do obviously, we all love the St. Louis one, too. We all love the St. Louis Albert Pujols, but the Angels at Albert Pujols was no slouch either. It's his age and his play dipped. It happens to everybody. Anybody that's ever seen Moneyball, everybody knows this line. Everybody. Eventually, we all get told we can't play the children's game anymore. Some of us are told at 18, some of us are told at 40, but we're all told he's 41. I don't know what his next step is. They put him at an assignment, he declined, he said he'd rather be released and test-free agency. Fine with me. I understand. You played 20 years, why am I going to go to assignment? I don't know what Albert Pujols' next step is. I really don't. Whether this is it or whether this is the end, we do not know. And I think it's a shame that it's come down to this, that I know down the road when his name is on the ballot, I know he's not going to be a unanimous because Ken Griffey should have been unanimous. And he wasn't. He did everything the Hall of Fame voters asked for him. Did he play the game right? Did he ever get in trouble? Was he a hothead? Was he ever caught in the steroid scandal? He was not. And yet, one per- only 1%, one person said, nah, not Hall of Fame enough. <clears throat> when you got people, and I hope, and that, that does sound like an asshole. I hope the voting system changes by the time he gets there. Because he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He is a unanimous Hall of Famer, Albert Bujols. And yet there's going to be an asshole out there in that voting booth. There's going to be an asshole in that panel that says not good enough to be first ballot Hall of Famer. These are the people that decide who's a Hall of Famer. And not – this is why it's so weird to me. Why do we have journalists and beat reporters representing these players why don't we get i never understood this for any any hall of fame voting process why don't we actually have the hall of famers vote for the next hall of famers at least i'll be able to respect the decision by a hall of famer and then a beat analyst or an inside reporter because they have a certain grudge against a certain player look at terrell owens it was. Does anybody in my mind believe that he was not a first or second round or second year Hall of Famer? He had to wait, I'm sorry, how many years? Four, five. Why? Because he was terrible to the media. That is stupid. When you have the third most receptions in NFL history, when you have the third most yards in NFL history, and when you're in the top 10 in touchdowns, that does not make you a first time Hall of Famer. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. At least if it was in the Hall of Fame. At least if it was Hall of Fame members deciding this, at least I would respect their decision more than I would ever respect the decision of a beat writer or an inside reporter. Because they have their feelings hurt because a player was mean to them during their career. And I go back to it. Media should back off on these players. I agree. I agree with Marshawn on what he says all the time. Why do I have to talk to you? You don't like me. I don't like you. Why do we got to talk? Perfect analogy right there. So I hope when the day comes when Albert Pujols' name is in the ballot. And I mean, it's really in the ballot. His name's there. I hope he's a first-time Ballot Hall of Famer and he's a unanimous. It is ridiculous. I just named you two names. Two names. And let's say over the next year, he does hit 33 home runs via a miracle. He gets the 700. He's still already in that same name as the playing stats and stat-wise of Babe Ruth and Henry Hangarin. It is not that difficult to vote. Careers, it's not, and the media and the voters of all Hall of Fame should be disgusted because their feelings got hurt. Give me a break. So, that's gonna wrap it up for today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. You know, I I love doing this, I love talking about sharing my opinions, uh, expressing my feelings on you know, all topics of sports, you know, I just, this is my passion and I love doing this every day and I love it that you guys tune in. I love the messages. I love the, the vibes I get from you guys. And, you know, we're close. We're really close to where we want to be. And, you know, I cannot thank you guys enough for all the amazing support that you guys have shown me. It has been awesome. If you guys ever want to talk to me personally, My Facebook, it is Juan Rodriguez. You can also find the Facebook page ad, you know, the All Sports Talk Facebook page ad. If you go to Twitter, my Twitter handle is at just another guy. Instagram, it is RaiderLoco91. That is my personal one, but the podcast does have uh, his own Instagram page. It is All Sports Talk Podcast at All Sports Talk Podcast. And if you want to follow my YouTube page, JRod Sports debate and discussions you know so there's plenty of ways of where you can find me and where you can let me know if i'm doing good a terrible job i'm all for it but as long as you guys are listening i am all for it so with that in mind let's get through this it's a beautiful day today let's get through this and i really hope all of you guys have a wonderful day Enjoy it because it's guaranteed. tomorrow's not guaranteed. And hopefully, you know, we all get to meet soon. I already have cool ideas for the NBA playoffs, MLB playoffs, NHL playoffs. I have some really cool ideas. And hopefully, hopefully you guys keep being entertained. As, I, as much as I entertain you, I can't thank you guys enough for entertaining me back and following me back and messaging me and all that. I can't wait. So hopefully soon, hopefully soon we get to have some fun with all this and yeah, let's just get through it. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood and have a wonderful day, everybody. Take care.